0: I used to get blue. I said, yeah. like, "Oh, I don't have depression. I just get blue. It's just to get blue occasionally. It's not because you know who am I to have you know these people you see you know in a terrible state. I I just get very unhappy for days or weeks on end. You aren't important enough to yeah exactly. So to 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 get depressed, James.
1: You aren't important enough. No. You are though. You're my yeah. You no,
0: know, I I kind of feel like that now. I'm starting actually starting to like myself a bit more.
1: Well, good." You're catching up with the rest of the yeah. podcast listener mm. world. I've started recording.
0: It's because I get nice haircuts now. I love my hairdresser, she's really good. You're getting nice haircuts Nicla- now. Yeah, Nikki. I go to the place where Nikki gets her haircut. I like a nice haircut now. Are you getting? A, I
1: mean, mm. it doesn't does it look different. Your beard certainly. Mm. You look tidier. Yeah,
0: but is that your it. hair? But it's yeah, just tidier.
1: I've been told. uh Not I, like you. I have been told by my wife that um, I, the Max especially is at a point now where. I have to – because she, do, she doesn't like it when I get as unkempt as I am at the moment. See, I'm very I didn't beardy. Think that
0: unkempt, although you got a couple of rogue beard
1: hairs. That yeah, I, I, trim. I cut a few of them the other day. But, like, so mm. um, I – he's very, very beardy, very hairy. Mm. I might have mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't know. But um, there are actually points – I don't think I've got – I don't think I've got bugs – I don't think there are things living on me. Well, there are no, there bacteria, are. Yeah, or millions, millions of, of them. In, yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't think there's anything specific that people need to worry about. But I have, I'm at a point now where if I get a spot or something under my beard and so I scratch at it because mm. it's a spot and then that becomes a problem, That there are whole chunks of my, uh, under my beard where I don't know what I'd find if I got rid of the beard. But, um, but it's quite uncomfortable sometimes. I, I find I'm scratching quite a lot uh, um, at my beard specifically. I don't think there are things growing in it, James. You're looking at me with a kind of a look.
0: I think, well, maybe <clears throat> maybe you've got some sort of dermatologically... Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I think I've had an irritation at some point and mm. then that's become a problem because there's hair all over it. Mm. And I was talking to Amy who likes me to be... I mean, she likes me with a beard, but she likes me to be tidier mm. than I am right now. Okay. And I said, I think I'm going to need to, like, get a really severe haircut mm. and, 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 do, and, and get right back to a goatee or clean mm. shaven or something. And she said, well... I mean, you're going to have to wait, though. And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Well, because th- th- it's quite important at this at this stage. Mm. That would really confuse Max because he's mm. he he will have imprinted. He will have looked at imprinted. She didn't use the word imprinted, mm. but it's like this is this is the point where he he he'll now recognise you mm. and the shape of your face and and the way your hair is and everything. And if you change anything too drastic, that will.
0: I used to do. So I I went through beard, no beard, short hair, long hair. When she's right right, she, she? she's... But you're she, quite distinct. She's only quite a little bit nuts.
1: Your beard's never been quite as... I mean, you're not as... Like, you've got... you. Your beard changes in bushiness, but you're very big. Mm. You're very tall. You're very in, imposing. She's always looking up at you.
0: Mm.
1: Whereas with me, the same amount of beard
0: yeah. makes
1: her... Like, in your case, if you're a Lego, yeah. a little Lego person, mm-hmm. your beard always probably would have been would be drawn on yeah it'd be like a yeah. it'd be like a printing yeah. thing whereas with me it'd be one of those extra bits of all oh, right these, <laughs> that you have to stick on and okay. the same with hair. you right. see what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah and i think i think maybe that's it it makes up more of my profile right whereas with you it, it doesn't really so much necessarily
0: quite be- quite pleased my goatee length i like it's, it it's getting it's getting nice and long i like that
1: but you look smart you look quite nice at the moment i like it
0: Beard oil as well. I've been using beard oil. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally a bit of wax. You fucking beard oil. I, I like it and, the, and it's nice, the hairdresser. She she trims my beard up, makes it neat for me. And Is it a
1: lady's hairdresser? It's a hairdresser. That's That, that means she's is a it unisex though? It's
0: Yeah, it's not a barber's. I go, so it's not an all-male hairdresser, it's a unisex hairdresser.
1: I go to the one... So That's where you wa-
0: might go if you wanted a nice haircut.
1: I wouldn't want to go to a barber's unless they actually had a barbershop quartet in there. No, none of them do. It'd have to be at least four old black men in there at all times. Mm. They don't all have to be cutting hair, but there have to be a lot of Mm. them uh, in there at all times. And they have to be having a riotous laugh telling each other jokes, just like in Coming to America. Yeah.
0: Or Desmond's? Desmond's would be nice. Very nice. That was quite... I, I, I enjoyed Desmond's a great deal. Um, I, I went to a barber's. It was just round the corner from it. And for a while, I loved it. It's a couple of old mods who uh, who run it. But it, it got to the point where I was putting off having my hair cut because I couldn't handle them. Like, one of them was an obsessive Disney fan uh-huh. um, who had an encyclopedic knowledge of all of the, the animated classics. And the other one just seemed to be this psychopath. The, oh, you remember I told you a story about him jabbing... Scissors towards the mirror telling me a story where he said, you do it again, I'm going to fucking cut you about some bloke. And it's like, it was too, there were too many extremes of emotions going on for yeah. just like that. And I like scissors and they, they're very much like, very buzz, buzz cut oriented. And trim, yeah, it's, and I, I'd gone off that. But now I get, you know, it's nice scissors, get off with a glass of water or a cup of coffee. It's a very pleasant experience. Still only a tenner. I
1: uh, I think it's wrong to spend – if, if you're a guy just getting like a tidy up, mm. any more than the tenner seems like too much, mm. which, you know, I don't know. It's probably very cheap of me because everything else has gone up. I'd pay but, double that
0: <clears> for the, the quality of the service I get. D-
1: it, it's very difficult for me because I don't get my hair cut very often mm. and um, it's something I only really started doing in my 30s. My mum used to be a hairdresser, so most of my associations with getting my hair cut mm. – uh, d- uh, involve uh, you'd think because she's professional yeah. she'd have been a bit more gentle because she'd have to be more gentle with customers but there's still something about the way your mum brushes your hair mm. that is just uh, just so much rougher than yeah. is entirely fair on a young lad with curly hair
0: I, I pretty much always know when Scarlett's having her hair brushed now because I can hear her crying oh no oh, she's having her hair brushed well maybe you'd be gentler no, actually, I think I am the gentler of the two of us.
1: I think my mum maybe used to get all of her frustrations out um, mm. from uh, cutting people's hair during the day. On maybe. Me. Nick, so, well, Nick,
0: to be fair as well, Nick tends to do the morning brush, uh, which is the we need to get out the door for school quickly.
1: I am, we're talking a lot about hair these last couple of weeks, but it's good. I like it. I think it's what people tune in for, tune in for. Yeah. Um, but so the, so for me, uh, finding somewhere that was cheap enough that I didn't Mm. mind if it didn't go quite. And I always just used to get, I, I just get them to tidy it up. Yeah. Or a grade one. Those are the only two haircuts Mm -hmm. I'd had for like my whole twenties and and early, most of my thirties and still really is pretty much it. And I, uh, I used to go to this one place and it was really nice. I didn't know the people there because I didn't go there often enough to really be rec- like to recognize them or yeah. really be recognized. But it would always be a lady and they'd always do my hair, uh, perfectly fine and it'd be okay. And, and, um, I'd be happy with it and other people would say it just looked tidier. And then I went in there and there was this very, uh, this kind of Mediterranean guy, very chatty and nice, um, uh, very metrosexual mm-hmm. and um uh, he asked me what i wanted and i sort of told him i'd like cut? it sh- i'd like it like shorter and tidier but still keep a yeah. bit of length and he seemed to take that on board and then cut my hair exactly the same as his wow. which and it looked great i mean it looked quite nice it didn't mm. look like me very much mm-hmm. it was very short and very well it was like a hairdresser's hair. <laughs> like a male hairdresser's oh, right, hair okay. And I went home and Amy was very shocked for a little while because mm-hmm. if you'd asked Amy what her type was before we started seeing each yeah. other, she'd said almost the opposite of me. Like the taller guys, uh, in better shape, tidier mm-hmm. generally. Um, and But she's grown to really like the beard. It's interesting because mm. it, it seems obvious to me now that what she really wanted was her father. But that wasn't what she was looking for before me. As I look, I've got a lot in common with him. We've talked about this before, I think. Um, so I used to go to, uh, I used to go to this house and I stopped going back there after that because I was like, I, I mean, it was a nice, exp- it was nice, but I didn't like the uncertainty of not, of telling the person I want one thing and just getting mm. whatever the hell they felt like doing. I didn't like that. Um, and so I've started going to the place in Asda. There's a little, there's a place in kios- Asda. There's a, like a little, wow. there's a whole run of kiosks along one mm-hmm. side of, Along the right-hand side, as you go into Asda, yeah. you can get stuff engraved. Uh, you can get stuff printed onto T-shirts, which I think is probably good for stag and hen do's. Um, there's a herbalist, uh, 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 oh, a right. little uh, Chinese. Oh. No, it's like like lots of roots and stuff in jars with... Um, the, the, language you can't read on the, when fr- mm-hmm. I say you, I mean you and me. I, mm-hmm. I, I, people who know the language can probably read it. And then there's a, a little hair, uh, there's a little ha- hairdressers in there. Brilliant. So I go to Asda to get my hair brilliant. cut. Brilliant. And I'm very happy. Brilliant. With the results. Love that. And it, again, it's under, t- under a tenner and it's really nice. I couldn't be happier.
0: That's brilliant. With me getting, you're getting your hair cut in Asda. That's fantastic.
1: So anyway, listener, this is two grown men. Uh, if you could see us right now, you'd think you'd realize how hilarious it is that we're talking about hair care Spon- and beauty products.
0: Sponsored by Asda Haircuts. I look all right. So, you look I gorgeous. Myself. I look all right. I had a look in the mirror before I came out. Yeah, it's all right. I had my dark glasses on mind.
1: When did you start wearing t-shirts and a shirt over the top and jeans? I know when you um, were when you're at work, you can't do I, that. I, I know.
0: I, I know. I used to years ago, but yeah, this summer really, I've um, the shirt distracts from. Um, if I just wear a t-shirt on its own. Then uh, I'm a big a, old guy in I'm a t-shirt. A fun, I'm a funny shape, so yeah. it distracts. It distracts from being far too honest about why I, don't, I think I look. I think I look quite good like that. I think I think it works for me.
1: Yeah, I think so. But yeah. I uh, realised, and you don't have that lanyard nearly all of my early podcasting mm. experience the first several years of podcasting my i Lanyard, did clanking. i always had uh james no just just looking that, at you thinking why are you still wearing it You that's not at work that's anymore. not
0: strictly true actually the first year um we did around my house oh, long, yeah. long after work so no, I was that's always, true i was always casual
1: i think we were lucky to even have you in clothes
0: yeah subsequently uh, my daughter was conceived in that room um i'm pretty sure um uh, subsequently, when we came here and we're at Solent University in Southampton, thank you for the use of the facilities, um, I used to come straight from work. So I'd have my lanyard on because I always wore my lanyard because if I took it off, I'd forget it.
1: And when we were recording at my old house. True that. Uh, Southampton, Solent University, uh, local papers recently reported, although I can't possibly comment because mm. I haven't seen the stats, But we are the, our student body is the second most promiscuous uh, Mm. in the country. Yeah. Uh, So it's good to be near the top of one of the league tables. The university in Leeds is slightly higher. It's funny
0: you should mention it because we're actually, while we're recording, we're getting some mad sex from some students.
1: (laughs) The students have all gone home for the summer. Everything James just said isn't true. God, that's that's a legal disclaimer there. Yeah, that's good. Um, So, uh, yeah, this is two grown men. (laughs) James. Uh, uh, is the other voice. James, say hello. Hello. Uh, you can talk to him on Twitter at James uh, Momb. Yeah, M-O-M-B. M-O-M-B. Uh, I'm Nick. Uh, you can talk to me on Twitter at Nick site, N-I-X-S-I-G-H-T, or you can talk to the podcast at 2GM Pod on mm. Twitter. Uh, you can find all of our previous episodes along with show notes and everything. And everything. <laughs> at Two Grown Two Grown Men, the number two, grownmen.net. Um, and you can leave comments on any of those posts, or you can find the podcast at your podcatcher of choice.
0: I understand you can find the show now on the uh UK Podcast Directory, Nick.
1: Oh yeah, the UK Podcast Directory. You can find us there. Uh, mm-hmm. there's gonna be uh, some some form of voty thing coming up i think they do awards so that,
0: that confused me so i've been following the account for a while and then all of a sudden it um it mentioned both the podcasts to which i contribute
1: yes your your uk podcast are famous now yeah good so uh so there's that we might be asking people to vote for us at some point in the future which seems like it sit really uncomfortably with our skill set
0: yeah, that's probably um, not, that's uh, probably not going to work very well. I uh, suspect we do it, but I'll tell you what I would, you know, you're talking about interaction. I'll tell you what uh, would be nice. I'm thinking about, um, at some point in the future, buying a Pro Surface. No, not a Pro, a Surface 3. I just wondered if anyone had any experience. want to write more. Don't find my, uh, my, any of my setups for writing convenient now. Don't necessarily want to buy a laptop, mm-hmm. but I quite like the Surface. I like. You think you could write on a tablet? Uh, the surface has the keyboard doesn't it oh yeah okay mm.
1: uh, so if any of our listeners have experience of the surface yeah. please do get in touch
0: yeah because well, I'm, I'm pretty much sold on it but if anyone's got any horrible experiences of it i'd love to know
1: talk to uh, james on twitter at james mom yeah about that yeah uh, you can send us emails at uh 2 podcast at gmail.com yeah i think um You can, as I mentioned, find us on your podcatcher of choice. Please do rate and review us at your podcatcher of choice if you like us. Mm. That's supposed to be good to get us in front of eyes of people. Mm. Or ears. And ears of Mm. people. We're also on Facebook. Uh, There's a Facebook page, 2GM Pod. Um, It's all good. Mm. Uh, You've got
0: like a Farmville community thing. So can you do like a community for Farmville on... I don't really know I don't I don't do Facebook so it's the one game I know that you can do on Facebook.
1: You can do uh, I have um if you play Candy Crush or Candy Crush Saga mm. you can send me lives on Facebook. I'm Nicholas Papaconstantino, but you'd have to friend me. What's the difference first.
0: between uh, standard Crush and Saga Crush?
1: Uh, one's a rip off of one game. Yeah. From Japan, and the others are a off of another, I think. No, oh, okay. they're effectively the same. All of these Tetris, like, stuff drops down from the top, mm. you've got to match things up, Tetris style puzzle game type thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Although it bears a lot more, it's got a lot more in common with, um, the, the uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine Isn't model it? of.
0: Alright, it's not like Double Bubble. Uh, which was Double Bubble? The bubble popping game.
1: Where you have to fire a thing up. Yeah. Not really. I mean, kind of, but not really. That was
0: really. a legit game at one point. In the 90s, you'd pay money for double bot. You'd go out. On an arcade. Yeah, or, yeah. You, or you'd buy it for your home. And now it's a throwaway freemium. It is a bit weird.
1: But, yeah, the difference uh, the, the difference between Candy Crush and Candy Crush Saga, it's all about matching up, uh, matching up different coloured sweets and mm. making them pop. And Candy Crush, you just do that. And Candy Crush Saga, there are a few different sorts of combinations you can make. Like, you can make them go up in squares instead of Mm. just in straight lines. And uh, you can make little fishes. Fuck that. They're not games. These are not games. No, no, no. Uh,
0: Distractions.
1: Yeah, they're basically solitaire. And and unlike something like Tetris, Mm. where... uh, the possibilities are endless, but it really was about how quickly mm-hmm. y- your brain worked, except for very rare uh, t- uh, time-sensitive ones. It's, li- it's like Solitaire. It's as much of a game as Solitaire in that you can be better or worse at it, but really, whether or not you can complete a level, there's, there's, a, there's a much larger element of chance to yeah. whether you can even mm. beat it. On mm-hmm. a particular level, if it just doesn't give you the colours you need to mm. match up the things, the way that solitaire you can get right through to the end and go, "Oh shit, the cards just didn't."
0: Yeah, I'm, not, come I'm up. not sure you can be good at solitaire. Can no. You? Well, I mean, you I mean, can, if you're really unobservant, I mean, you know, if you you're going to have trouble. But as long yeah. as you can,
1: well, it's like Sudoku. Strictly speaking, everyone has the same uh, the same tools at their disposal when it comes mm. to that. It's just some people will be able to do it quicker with less working out, and it's
0: I think. Yeah, as soon as you put a set of numbers in front of me, i start panicking. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I can I can understand that. I, I think school didn't serve me well no, when I've it comes sp- to I've that. I've spent the
0: last thirteen years in a state of sheer panic. I um
1: I, I kind of understand how numbers work together to a certain extent, but everything I know about how numbers work together has been learnt since the main things I get from school are I remember my two times tables and my five times tables and my ten times tables. Those yeah. are the only ones I ever nailed yeah. down. And if I work out any, if if someone asks me to, well, times they're logical, two things, aren't they? They're easy because yeah. they're logical. And if someone asks me to times anything else together, I have to blag it.
0: Actually, I should point out, I am aware that all of the times tables are strictly speaking logical. logical
1: yeah, <laughs> but those are those are the ones that are easiest. They they have a nice basis in decimal. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. five, uh, the fives, you only have two variables. It's either going to have a five in it or a or a zero in it. Two's similar, you just double everything. And it's like, I, I can, and if someone asks me, um if someone asks no, me... No,
0: you don't double it, you add two.
1: Yeah, I mean, to get, but if someone asks you, you're, what, seven times two, you just double seven.
0: Yeah, I guess, yes, yeah. of course, yeah, actually, So and, and See, it's, I can't even really get the two times table down, clearly.
1: And so, as an extension of those, because when we were at school, they were still, well, certainly at the school I was at, they were still teaching you it as rote. You oh, didn't yeah, really no, understand how yeah. they worked. You just had a, 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 like a table or whatever, and you had to remember. That's why they call it times tables.
0: We used to chant out. Yeah.
1: And, and so I didn't really understand because it was like a rule I was being taught rather than yeah. I wasn't being shown the pattern. So if someone asks me, uh, uh, certain other times tables, like 11, I can get a hand, handle of because it's 10 times table plus that item One. once the same with the six times table mm. once you start getting to seven or eight times tables i find it very difficult seven's
0: very difficult yeah 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 i i find um i find even numbers easier than odd
1: yes normally although no i don't actually that doesn't work for me at all nine times table i can do because it's really easy to subtract well, yeah an item from 10 but that isn't how you're supposed to do it you're supposed to just know it yeah it's very weird
0: my um, my wife's really good at mental arithmetic. It does my head in.
1: So is mine. Mm. They're very. I think we, uh, we, uh, we can assume mm. from that small uh, group, mm. that small grouping, the group of test subjects, that women are better at
0: mental arithmetic than men. I find there's very few things that women aren't better than men at. Really, oh, all right, football, especially. self loathing
1: self-loving man.
0: No, I'm not self-loving. Feminist. I just like women better than men. On the whole, of all of the people I've met over my 40 years, I think there's more women I like than there are men. Uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm a slightly delicate, sensitive soul and, and by and large, men are twats. I can, uh, uh,
1: I can agree with that. Not you, listener. I can agree with that. Are you, when you said by and large. Yeah. Was that,
0: and then used a sexual swear word that's about a woman's anatomy. And that's a shame, isn't it?
1: I'm, not, I'm a bit confused as to how the, how the sentence worked. You were saying that you are all of these things and by and large, and then men are twats. Nice. Are you by and
0: large? No, I, I don't know. I haven't met the right man. Um, but anyway... I might be. I, I, I genuinely believe that, um, if we're really honest, sexuality is quite a fluid thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's a scale. There's certainly, a lot of fluids involved. <laughs> as, as, of,
1: <laughs> as of all things, there's a scale. If you're, it,
0: if you're doing it right, there's a lot of fluids involved. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, you can buy fluids that can help. <laughs> um,
1: this episode brought to you by Love Honey by fluids. <laughs> you can just get it all on Amazon now. Anyway, you can get pretty much anything on Amazon. I
0: ordered my e fluids actually yesterday. It's exciting. What oh, for uh, e fluids? Oh, for your e cigarette. e, e- liquids. Man, I love an e-cigarette.
1: Um, by by taking such a bold stand against men, though, you were totally man discriminating. You Good. know that, don't you?
0: Yeah. When's International Man Discriminating Day? Or as or as our
1: podcasting buddy John, uh, I think, said on said on Facebook, he said, "Well, they're really missing a trick, not calling it discriminate. Really, so we <laughs> just think ourselves lucky that nice. that didn't happen. Uh, we won't talk about that too much. It would seem to be." Uh The I'm assuming James knows what I'm talking about and is just the no, ma- no man scriminate movement. That's no, happened yeah, no, in the
0: I, I yeah, no, no, I know about the yeah. They can all
1: fuck off. I have a sneaking suspicion that this particular one is just uh, a like a, a bit of a. There's going to be there's some truth behind it, but I suspect it's much more about winding people up than it is about a genuine yeah. campaign. So yeah. we should shouldn't really allow ourselves to be drawn into it, except I totally did on Facebook because it was funny. Yeah
0: i find it funny you got a list right
1: yes i've we've got stuff uh we oh, i've God, got a list we've been talking for nearly half of our show um, that's not like us we've been talking for nearly half of our show and there's stuff there's serious business to get through i've got, I got a list i've got serious how many bits on your list Oh, three four
0: five <clears throat> oh i've done five as well one two three four yeah five well let's do yours okay why well, is it okay to get tipsy all weekend but not stoned
1: well, I, oh, that's good, I can cover this off my thing. Well, A, mm. it sounds like there's an example you're thinking of.
0: Not necessarily.
1: Because I think it's okay to get stoned.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't
1: think... Do you mean, why is it okay to be really openly public about... Yeah,
0: being tipsy all weekend, whereas if, say, for example, you're a couple of people that don't drink, don't care for alcohol at all, but maybe you know, I'd had a few tokes during the weekend because, for some reason, it was that sort of weekend where everyone seemed to feel the need to cut loose. Um It was everybody
1: cut foot loose. Yeah, it,
0: it was nice watching friends talking about the lovely tipsy weekend they'd had, and you wanted to join in, but you couldn't because you were worried that saying, "Yeah, I've been pretty much loaded all weekend. It's been really nice," Um but it, it didn't. It's not.
1: Well, A, uh, we didn't watch any friends at the weekend. I think we watched uh, some modern family though. B, um, you could just say, yeah, we
0: were off our faces too. That's fine. I suppose we could have said we were tipsy. Yeah. And those who know us well would probably know what we mean.
1: Yeah, we were a bit out of it too. Yeah. We were not, we, we were not in responsible control of the vehicle. Mm. But B, what you're basically, see, mm. I think we're on C now, what you're basically asking for there mm. is the right to be, uh, and it's a perceived right, uh, mm. not a perceived right, it's a perceived discrimination, I mm. think, um, as much as anything else. But you're asking for the right to be as insufferable as everyone else was yeah, being. Yeah, absolutely. Because really, yeah. we're grown... And I, and I did this at the weekend and was, so did, so did other listeners on to it, the podcast. It was,
0: it was one of those weekends yeah. though, one it? It was, and especially for us, we had a few busy weekends preceding, We've got Scarlett's birthday yeah. next weekend, which is basically my next thing on my list. But, um, so this week was all about cutting loose. Scarlett was, you know, she was doing a bit of coloring and actually her and Nicola were doing coloring. So they, you know, it wasn't like we sort of made her sit in a room, but you know, she was chilled out watching some cartoons and stuff.
1: You see I find it interesting uh because I'm going to scrub off uh, mine I've got pims on the list because mm. what I found unusual about this weekend a friend of ours was um we don't uh, we're not we're, I don't really drink pims r- really haven't ever before but it seemed like one of those weekends uh we're in a slightly bigger house now we we can we can really ease into the whole middle class thing mm. properly uh, in a bigger way yeah. than we were doing before um, but what struck me as strange about it was, and I've done daytime drinking mm. before, and I find most alcohols that I like to drink are quite easy to drink. So yeah. it's not that it's that, but Pim's doesn't feel like it, it's you the, the way it's advertised and the way it tastes and the way mm-hmm. you prepare it. Yeah. It's basically a refreshing drink with alcohol in. Yeah. So there were four of us. Uh, It was. uh, It's our friend's Oki's Mm. birthday today, so they were over. Her and her housemate Matt were over. Happy birthday, Oki! Happy birthday, Oki! They were over. um, She was over for the whole weekend. Matt was over for the Saturday. We Mm. went out for lunch on the Saturday, and then we got back and sat in the garden. Sitting in the garden was a thing, and drinking a pitcher of pims or several pitchers of pims. And then we got around to dinner time, and. I had this moment of, a sudden moment of clarity mm. where I, the, the, the it was always in the birthday plan that we were going to mm. get a takeaway that evening. Yeah, yeah. We were going to get a takeaway and we might have to go and fetch it because mm. it was in Shirley, which is your neck of the woods and we didn't know if they'd deliver. Why would you be
0: getting a takeaway from all that? Kachina's
1: K- a really nice Chinese takeaway. We like it a lot. I know it.
0: It's nice. Oh, Kitchener. K- Kitchener, that's the one, yeah. Yeah. Your your Chinese need you. Whereabouts is that? I've seen it, and I can't picture it in my head. It's halfway up your. Should I up, ask Shoei you I off the off the? Yeah, because it's nice. this isn't an interesting.
1: It's very rich. though. it's very rich food. Like compared to most uh, most Chinese takeaways, everything's very gloopy and.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. It makes my mouth mouth feel funny. So anyway.
1: Um, I had the sudden moment of parity where I turned to the other grown-ups because I was looking in the other
0: direction. Mm. So I turned to them. I always find that. Uh, she turned around and said, "Well, why was she having her ba- yeah. Why did she have her back to you in the first place?" Because
1: she thought she was in a soap opera where people both look at the camera while oh, yeah, having an I,
0: argument. I used to uh, have a um, personal work. Got on really well with her, but she's she's very much like that. All this, she could she just looked at me blankly every time I said because I would always say to her, "Why did she have her back to you?" Mm. And she didn't understand what I'm saying. It's
1: difficult to know who the villain in that story is.
0: Well, oh, no, it's me. No, it's quite easy.
1: Uh, so, so yeah, so I, I had the sudden moment of realization and said to the others, "Wait a minute, how we've been drinking all afternoon?" Because I don't think any of us really felt like we'd been drinking mm. all afternoon. Um, and uh, and so I did end up uh, after the weekend. I ended up tweeting that we had accidentally spent the weekend get, because it was it just didn't. A little too Moorish. It didn't occur to us.
0: It may it may have been a conversation that you had between yourself and um, listener, yeah, um, David, lovely David, Wynn that was making me think. Well, oh no, no. and general, I was thinking, oh, you guys sound like you've had a really lovely weekend, and I was thinking, well, I've kind of been doing the same, but I don't really want to be. I don't know why, because I talk about it relatively freely. But there you go. That was it. Was on my mind. Well, weirdly, mm. probably
1: because you know that it's more visible than audio. Yeah. Uh, When you said that, about it being more acceptable, Mm. I thought, and I didn't intend this as an experiment, but it's ended up being Mm. an experiment. I thought, well, yeah, okay, maybe you feel less comfortable talking about Mm -hmm. uh, having, like, smoking and having smoked dope and stuff Mm. on Twitter. Yeah. But the opposite seems to be true of podcasts and video Mm. and stuff. It seems to me that... People talk very freely on podcasts mm. about how much they smoke, mm. probably le- probably more than they do about how much they drink. Mm. And actually, it seems less acceptable. Mm. To me, I feel less comfortable talking about how plastered I was on any given, because drink stories mm. are boring.
0: Yeah, I, I and it's easy for me to be holier than because I've, I've pretty much quit drink. I haven't had an alcoholic drink. had a gin and tonic in April. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Very Moorish, isn't it? Doesn't feel like alcohol. A yeah, bit like pims.
0: Even even then, I'm like, I'd rather have had a coke. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I just I don't smoke. But it's the legality and the whole thing of like drinking or taking drugs when you got a child in the house as well, which is.
1: Mm. Well, that was the moment where it felt quite strange cause, because pims doesn't feel mm. like alcohol, and we we have yeah. we've been in pubs with mm-hmm. we've been in pubs with Noah and Max, yeah. and, and See, so whereas we with... we
0: wouldn't smoke a joint in front of Scarlett.
1: Yeah well then but but because it's but drinking
0: and then there's, and but there's uh, sorry i've've re- but then uh, the thing is though it it's not we've not not done it for moral reasons it's more the whole bullshit that goes around it is then well then you've got to explain what it is and then she might bring it up at school and then then the illegality of the 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 pastime then becomes a a really big issue because it's obviously spilling outside of the house.
1: Is it that? Because I always feel it's a little bit weird, although almost no one sticks to it for very long. It always feels like... There are more reasons to not smoke around children than there are to not drink around them.
0: The the other really important thing is I wouldn't want her to get a contact (laughs) high. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, yeah, there's that. Because
0: that that just pure and simple isn't fair on her, you know.
1: But, I mean, in in terms of just smoking cigarettes and stuff, one is a copyable Mm. behavior, whereas they won't even understand that what you're drinking Mm. is different from what they've got in their cup until much
0: later. I, I found that out to my cost when I was about five, I think. My dad was an accountant and he'd do books in the evening for people, um, as extra work and top So we had, I remember we had this yellow laminate topped dining room table. He'd, but he'd brought it into the living room so he could have, you know, be with the family and watch the TV while he was doing this. This is before, um, he decided to spend all of his time around a social club. <laughs> and he had what looked to me like a, a, a delicious glass of lemonade on his. Desk. Uh So I went up and just helped myself because Daddy's drinking lemonade and I love lemonade. And I remember like it burning my throat. It was vodka and lemonade. It it burning my throat and being a most unpleasant experience.
1: Yeah, I mean that's not great. Mm. He should have been more careful with it.
0: Well, to be fair, I think he thought he was being careful with it. I don't think Mm. he expected me to make a beeline for it and drink
1: it. But that's so that's so it's a slightly different concern, isn't it? Mm. It's a slightly different worry because. Um, you've got like on the one hand you don't want your child to accidentally drink alcohol young or to accidentally learn what alcohol is but it would be accidental because you're because they're drinking all you have to do is not mix up the glasses Mm. whereas you also don't you, you kind of don't want them to see smoking mm. as a grown-up not smoking dope, just smoking yeah. as a kind of a grown-up thing because that makes them want to do it more and so it's sort of they're two slightly different concerns yeah, It's, aren't it's they? funny actually,
0: the smoking Scarlett knows how bad it is because mm-hmm. um, I kind of I let her know because I wanted her every time I smoked a cigarette to give me a bollocking Yeah, how's that so, working? Yeah, no, what, well, I, I don't smoke oh, cigarettes yeah. now because Scarlet was giving me a in every time I had one. It was
1: great. The, the problem is I think the desire to smoke comes from somewhere completely different than mm. that, though, because we all knew how bad it was. Oh, yeah. And I uh, certainly until the last maybe five or ten years, I was quite unusual among my peers for not having smoked and never having smoked, mm. like, or, like cigarettes or dope. I did it
0: it to actively piss people off. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much every decision I think I made in my teenage years was to try and actively piss someone in an authority, position of authority off. Usually my parents, I think. At least
1: that's what you thought you were doing, but really it was all about you sublimating the hatred and anger you had for yourself. Maybe.
0: or It was either that or to get fucked. I mean, that was the two, my two ambitions in life was to annoy the generation above me and to get as wasted as I possibly can. I think I did pretty well on both on both counts. I mean, it not necessarily stood me in great stead, but... I wonder if anyone's done
1: a study on where the uses of words to describe getting drunk or stoned or whatever come from. Because get fucked, I knew what, what you, you meant. Mean, yeah. Or get pissed, all yeah. of those things. But I wonder what they... I mean, it isn't really like
0: fucking, is it? No, and, and certainly on alcohol... It's not, I wouldn't recommend it. No. Um, so, anyway. I don't know how people have sex on alcohol, to be perfectly honest with you. It's always a very unpleasant. I didn't like it.
1: I don't know how people have sex on dining room tables. Well, but then you know, we've got a really wonky dining room and table. And you're not very tall. I'm not very tall. <laughs> so, so, yeah.
0: I mean, I bet you wonder how people have sex on anything more than, say, like about a foot or two off the ground.
1: For around the first 25 years of my life, I wondered how anybody ended up having sex at all because mm. it seemed quite difficult to...
0: Yeah, access it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was next on your list? I need to oh, add something. Next on my list is uh, Scarlett's birthday. It's Scarlett's birthday this this weekend, so there's lots of planning. We're having a barbecue on the Saturday for friends and family, and then um, she's having uh, a party, an indoor play area on the Sunday. So there's lots to do but we had a, lo- I had a lovely day with Nicola on Friday she had the day off and we went out and we got my haircut and then we went and did various bits of um uh, birthday shopping I was quite pleased that she went to Toys R Us and by the end of it I was really pleased that the two main items we bought is if you gave the basket to uh, your average lacrosse, I don't think they would have thought it was a girl's basket. We've bought we bought a, really, a really cool set of um, Scooby-Doo figures. All right. Um, and it's like all of the Mystery Incorporated gang, like the major um, ghouls from, or like the major bad guys from the new Mystery Incorporated mm-hmm. show, which I was really happy later that night she actually asked to watch it as well, so I was then having a panic going... Is she going to like it? Do, Do I like, like Do, this? Does she... Does she watch it? Oh no, I think they're great, but does she watch it because we like it? And then she yeah. asked. Um, and also, uh, another thing she asked to watch uh, that was Return of the Jedi again. She loves Return of the Jedi. But we bought her a, uh, Darth Vader bubble head oh, nice. She loves Darth Vader.
1: Yeah, I can see that. He's a positive role model.
0: She, um, she keeps saying, J- this worries me the way she describes Jedi is I want to watch the one where Luke kills his father. Okay, yep, that sounds about right. Mm. Um, so that's birthday planning, but uh, we'll be fine. Uh, the next, do you want my next one?
1: You know what, I have to tell you, have you got it in a list where you can press a little button and it ticks a box? No. Because there's really something satisfying about having the ability to write, do a line through or... Anyway,
0: go on, what's the next one? Uh, musical Taste Building Blocks. Okay. Um, she's, I bought Revolver by The Beatles at the weekend. Uh-huh, I was listening to that at the weekend. Yeah, and I've... Um, I've... I've realised kind of Scarlett's really got into the Beatles. I was thinking about that the the other day and thinking, I'm really pleased she has because I think that's the sort of early taste that you can build like quite a broad appreciation of of Mm -hmm. popular music on. But she really, really digs the Beatles. She cannot get enough of them. She was like singing Good Morning to me the other day and Hello Goodbye. She sort of, but those, I've only really introduced her to sort of revolver, um, Sgt. Pepper and magical mystery Talks. Mainly the
1: songs that have greetings in them.
0: Yes. Cause it's kind of like the hippie sort of drug fueled years that are my favorite. The experimental years are my favorite of the Beatles. I find the early stuff a bit too saccharine and, um, the, the later stuff, um, reminds me of mahogany filled, um, rooms and men smoking pipes for some reason. Which years would you say the misogyny years? Um, I think pretty much, um, were, um, from the time that he became sexually active up until the point where he got shot. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, Lenin was probably, Lenin was probably the worst, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. The hippies were misogynists. Yeah. I mean, you listen to the lyrics of pretty much any band from that era and it's really dicey, their attitude towards women.
1: At this point, the listener should be grateful that I got most of my Glastonbury conversation mm. out of my system uh, before coming to record the podcast with James.
0: I didn't watch a single minute of it. In years no. gone by, Nicky and I would basically go up in smoke for the whole weekend. We just, we'd watch, we'd stay in, and we'd watch Glastonbury, and we'd eat badly. and
1: Stay on target, yeah, revolver building blocks.
0: Absolutely. But this year, I didn't watch a single minute of it. I could not have given a flying fuckity do? Okay, you're kind of getting into my... Sorry, I'm incredibly. on your, right. on your list. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, Radio 4's amazing scheduling is ruining my life. Okay. I listen to Radio 4 a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, I think the way they do their scheduling is quite clever in so much as they have shows. I don't like that. I don't usually like the play between quarter past two and three. Mm. But between three and five before PM, they have some very interesting documentaries, but they're often repeated in the evening, and that kind of throws me out. because I re-listen to them. So this week I've noticed. So they they do that. They have the, these nice documentaries either in the morning or, or later on. They repeat, they repeat um in the evenings. Then because there's no sport on at the moment, I can't listen to sport on the radio. Not sport that I like. Mm-hmm. So I've kept Radio Four on at the weekends. And I've noticed that what they don't play in the evenings, they'll play during the weekend. So by the end so they're
1: of doing omnibuses
0: so by the kind yeah. of so by the end of the weekend I'd heard a load of programs that I'd already heard during the week I thought this is getting a bit much I mean I love radio 4 but it's a bit much and then um there were a few programs I hadn't yet heard and then I managed to listen to um feedback mm-hmm. um which played clips of all of the shows that I'd failed to hear you repeat. are in
1: the weeds of radio four i really badly am yeah it I, isn't really their fault you know
0: no, I, I have to say actually i'm i'm really impressed at how frugal they are it's their sorry economical so actually their their um scheduling is quite clever i'm quite impressed um my next one is i've had several months of sundays what have i not done so like i've been off work for a uh-huh. long time and you know the saying he wouldn't get that done in a month, a month of, of Sundays. Sundays. Never in a month of Sundays. I've had like a months of months of Sundays and there's tons of stuff I haven't got done. Yeah. Like all these books I haven't read, you know, it's like I I always used to um I've got the, you know, my comic book collection and all that. I haven't pulled any of you're those. You're behind
1: out. on comics, you're behind yeah. on uh podcasts I think, aren't yeah. you? Even with a Just mon- listening to Radio Four yeah. as if it's literally the only thing you can tune yeah. your even with a month, devices too. Yeah,
0: even with a month of Sundays, I still get fuck all done. I basically, I think this whole experience this year has taught me that I, I'm going to have to accept the fact that I'm just like proper, like properly lazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there's an element of that. I yeah. I have lots of time I could be spending. If I was if I was organising my time better, like Ryan K Lindsay or someone like that um who is a comic writer that we know mm. then i i've got time to get stuff done
0: No, but i find i look at you and i find your ability to get stuff done staggering but i'm doing half the, yeah
1: okay thank you i do spend a lot of time mm. just sitting playing games that i'm not even sure i like at the moment and you still
0: get stuff done
1: Maybe yeah, I suppose I do. Mm. I just want to get so much more done I, I didn't watching. do anything through my entire twenties and early thirties. But no, though. but
0: I was reading your your piece you did on Elephant Words about because Elephant Words, your are excellent um um uh what would you call it? Crowd writing,
1: yeah, yeah some flash fiction or writing, yeah.
0: site, and it's yeah. brilliant. You're taking a hiatus for a couple of weeks while you reset it, and I think to myself, you know, he gets that done. That alone is more than I get done. In a week. And then you edit two podcasts and you're a very busy man I have two children. I masturbate quite a lot as well. Yeah, and you man- you manage to masturbate to be fair, if I was masturbating I'd have to set aside a couple of
1: hours. I quite I? often do it alongside other stuff. That's, That's why it takes enough. me longer to edit podcasts than it should do. That's
0: fair enough. And and also you've got two children under the age of two. That's true. You know, and I've got one child who's about to turn five who is, you know, virtually self sufficient. You know.
1: When you put it like that, I really am better than you, you. are better than me. Yeah, no, I no, but like, that well, that well, is reassuring for me because I really feel mm. unproductive at the moment. Mm. So,
0: so yeah, even with several months of Sundays, I've still really achieved fuck all.
1: Well, a lot of it's a lot of it's that you've got stuff hanging over you, though, haven't you? I've been sicky poo for much and, of it. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, and there's an there's an element of because I'm I'm exactly the same. If I know I'm waiting for something to happen, and you're mm. waiting for some stuff to pass mm. um i find it and i find this when i'm at work and mm. also uh, and also just in my the project stuff yeah. i do outside of work that if i know that something's coming or i've got something hanging over me i mm. find it almost impossible to do anything else yeah. so and you've got huge things hanging over you yeah, and yeah, also you are almost comically uh depressed Thank you. So, yeah. uh, can I just, because uh, you, you touched I've only on got one more bit on Oh, that. go on
0: then. Um, how much Lynx body spray is too much? And, so, and what are you trying to hide if your Lynx body spray is actually burning the back of my throat and nostrils when I'm about 10 metres away from you?
1: It's Dove. I, I use Dove Not you. And only because Amy's insisted that I start.
0: No, it's a man on the bus. Oh, I yeah. I, in.
1: I, think, I think that's one of those things where. Uh, you know it when you smell it, unless you're the person who's doing it. And
0: in- what's your, um, what is your deodorising technique? So I've got a technique. I've got a, 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 a routine.
1: I try and I, I always forget to do it until I've got a t-shirt mm. on because it doesn't really come naturally to me. The deodorising It's is not that, something I've it, done. Something
0: to do with your ethnicity or
1: yeah. Um, no, I just never, I never used to do it. Um, there's a, th- as an aside, and I've noticed that a lot of the things you mm. mentioned and probably a few of the things I've got on my mm. list, we should, if we came up with subjects for episodes, we mm. could probably string, like the music taste thing, we could probably do a whole episode about.
0: I think it's just this is giving us an opportunity to show what yeah. incredibly creative minds we've got.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, the, the, we're compressing an awful lot of shows into one. For you the asked snack.
0: me to do that half an hour before I came. No, I know. It was yeah. amazing.
1: Uh, the, um, the, 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 because I, I think there's a, a theory that when you're in a, in your, when you're in a couple and you've mm. got good chemistry, uh, with each other, mm-hmm. that your, your smells don't, the way your own smells don't bother you, each other smells kind of, like the, there's a certain amount of sweat and stuff that the other person's – the yeah. smell of their sweat doesn't bother yeah. you so much and stuff. If you've got like the certain – if you're attracted to each mm. other, it happens on a sort of a chemical mm. level. Um, if that's the case, mm. uh, Amy and I maybe have some problems there because okay. she doesn't like the way I smell most okay. of the time. And um, and so I have had to. I've started using Dove deodorant, but like mm. I, I, I don't think I ever used to sweat too much. Can you tell us so what sort?
0: Is it a spray or a roll-on? It's or? a
1: spray. Okay. Roll-ons freak me out. Okay. And um, and because I always forget to put my, uh, I always mm. forget to do it before I have my t-shirt. Yeah. On, uh, and because I'm worried about leaving marks on the inside of the t-shirt, yeah. even though all of them say they don't leave marks yeah. now, I I kind of gingerly have to do it inside my t-shirt. And I squirt probably not enough it but, under each arm and too close. Yeah, and and probably just a very specific tiny little bit on my chest. Not deliberately. I want to yeah. get the whole thing, but in that like, in
0: a little bit where the rib rib cage yeah. parts Because it's important to smell nice there. And then
1: kind of up, up at a funny angle up my back.
0: Oh, I do up my spine so yeah. that
1: literally only the bottom half of my spine yeah. probably gets it. So I don't know if it really helps.
0: See, I I like to go for a one-two combo. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the uh, Dove underarm roll. Oh
1: yeah. Because okay.
0: that's the only one I remember. Uh, I I found out I had sensitive skin when I went on a trip to Amsterdam with some oh, friends.
1: Oh me such kittens? I use yeah. Dove as much as possible. Yeah. Well,
0: I found, I found out though to my cost that I had sensitive skin. I went on a uh, went on a we were on a ferry went uh, to Amsterdam with some friends, and I've got so I thought I'll buy myself some Boss roll on. It smelled very nice. I thought oh, I smell nice. It'd be be Nice to smell nice. That'd be, and I used to wear aftershave because I used to quite like smelling nice. Um, and I tried it and my, um, my arms after I used it looked like, um, like really red chopped liver for oh. the whole weekend. I couldn't really comfortably put my arms by my side for the entire weekend. So yeah, I have to use Dove, but I find that that's the critical area because it's your pits that get the smelliest.
1: Yeah, apparently.
0: With the sweat. And then I have a, just a, a light spray, not a, uh, like, um, I think, right guard I've got at the moment, or a dove spray, just uh, just to sort of, because I'm quite fat, so I need to sort of, you know, because I'm probably secreting fat during the day, so I need to cover that sort of fat smell up. Over the last week or so, I found that my f- head <clears throat> is much sweatier
1: than I'd expect it to oh, be. Oh, don't yet. talk to Under me about a sweaty head and I'm my sweaty pa- pa-
0: you notice from your pillows in bed.
1: No, just from how my face is. All right. Do you, have you ever watched a show called Friday Night Dinner?
0: <laughs> yes, we I really, have. I really like Shit, that.
1: it. I really like that program. It feels uh, very authentic to mm. family experiences of people I've known. Yeah. Not to my family experience because mm. they, they don't shout at each other quite as much.
0: I can dig um, it. They're a lot more Jewish than I recognise because I didn't have any Jewish friends. But yeah. I... But
1: the 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 dad. Mm. constantly taking his shirt off because he's yeah, too yeah. hot. I've yeah. become him in the yeah. last week. It's weird. I, tried I, spent, to, I Also, try, I spilt Pim's all down my T-shirt yesterday. I yeah, tried to do that last Saturday night.
0: So. I, I had a lovely bath, and I put on my Star Wars um, pyjama lounge pants that I got bought for Father's Day. And I was sat in the back garden, and I thought to myself, people in the flats over the way can probably see me. I about put a T-shirt on. I am... Um, because I felt bad for them, you see.
1: It's funny, I, uh, I've i been thinking something similar. Where mm. our house is positioned, it's all very yeah. hilly, so our house is up a bit, so you can see the whole street, mm. but I tend to go on the understanding that, for the most part, people can't really see in that well. Yeah, but
0: if you got down in the patio bit, there's no one who can see you. You could probably, like... In the patio, you can do anything. You could probably jack off. Yeah, probably outside. could. Um. I have to go down to my workshop to jack off outside.
1: There actually is a, uh, there's a, there's a sort of a a big glass door Mm. that goes down the the driveway down to the street uh, and you can sort of see the pavement from uh, where my computer Mm -hmm. is in the study if the doors are all open. So that's a bit weird.
0: So that's a bit of a danger wank.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit weird. But so I, 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 would, I would tend to close the door if I ever did such things. I've already said I do it. So, it's, but do um, you
0: not get worried though that because you've done that, you lose any early warning if your wife's coming? No, well,
1: so. Um, but what I was thinking about earlier today was that, like, because I tend to just wander around, and we haven't got curtains downstairs, yeah. but I'm sleeping downstairs because I've got cold, and we've all got cold, mm. so I'm snoring quite a lot, and uh, and so I'm wandering around in with, with my top off and stuff yeah. like that. Um, And I tend to go on the principle that what you do is you, and I've done this a few times in the new house. If you take your face, your head, I'm doing it now. You you take your head down to where your crotch is. Yeah, you work out how much you can see outside from where your crotch is. Okay, and that's how much other people can see. Fair enough. So if you can only see the upstairs rooms of yeah. people across the across the road, mm. well then you want to keep an eye out for making sure that. But if people are up, if people are in their bedrooms mm. and they're looking out the window at the house across the street, mm. maybe they want to see someone wandering around with their top
0: off. To be honest with you, because
1: people are like feel they're all yeah. excited when they're in the bedroom. Yeah,
0: most most of us probably do, don't you? If you can see, I know I can see across the street. I'd be quite happy if I saw one of my neighbours walking around with their tops off.
1: I'm pretty sure people, unless on the they t- look like me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure people on the pavement or on their own uh, fr- at their own front doors across the street from mm. me can't see my junk. Yeah. They might see me topless wandering around, but I'm relatively small. I don't, we, we've already talked about profiles. Are hairy enough Omega. to
0: make it look from a distance like you've got, actually, I don't think you are. You haven't got very no. hairy arms. No.
1: No, but I'm like, you can't tell quite how grotesque I am from mm. a distance. I think I'm little enough that you probably wouldn't notice. I don't know.
0: I but, reckon you could probably see from the International Space Station how grotesque I am. So if the ISS went over, I'd want to leave me top on. ISIS. If you like.
1: I, Oh, the The close shot. The close shot. All right. Okay. The um, the I don't think we've ever talked about it before. I uh, the my the pattern of my hair on my chest Mm. and tummy, kind of depending on uh, which way you're Mm. aligned, either looks like an arrow pointing up Mm -hmm. to my face or an arrow pointing down to my uh genitalia.
0: I've got a, um, uh, and I
1: didn't, I didn't, I just I didn't shave it that way. It's just no. like that.
0: Yeah, um, you can't really tell these days. A, because I have hair on it, and <sighs> B, because I'm I'm going quite grey. But there's a there's a patch of skin on my face. Um, where pigment no longer grows. It was, uh, I got a, a fungal infection mm. when I was 16 or 17. It stripped all the pigment away from that, um, area of my, a of my face. And, a it looks, yeah, if you like, uh, it looks like an arrow pointing to my mouth, which yes, is ironic it it? given what a fat fucker I am.
1: But it also makes me think of kissing.
0: Mm. I quite so like it good. though, because it adds a blood. I, I quite like the grey I've got. I think it looks quite distinct. I'm, I, I think I'm at quite an agreeable, Salt and pepper phase.
1: None of us are the full Robin Williams, so it's okay. Oh, don't. I, that was about hair, not death. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: he had a lot of body hair. I miss Robin Williams,
0: not as much as I miss John Peel. Apparently,
1: no, apparently not. Mm. Uh, right, so that was your list.
0: Yeah, yeah I am done. Yeah, I'm... there
1: was a bit of a crossover. I just want—I want to address the elephant words thing. Um, Good. Elephant words is a writing site uh, that it's—it's interesting. I suspect ISIS. I suspect that, because it's quite a huge part of my life, and it was probably the first, although I've had places where I write on the internet and my own blog and stuff for, mm. for years, Elephant Words was the first proper project that I did online that I got mm. other people involved in mm-hmm. as well. And, um, and so it's quite a huge thing, and it's been running since July 2007, and it's got a sort of a quite unique structure in that, uh, the, the way it's set up is, um, it's a rolling every Sunday. Somebody posts an image and every subsequent day after that, there are six writers on it at any given time. And, uh, every day of the week, Monday through Saturday, someone posts something. But the way the, um, the way the schedule works, it runs across six weeks. And so the person who posts the image on the Sunday, they have all the way till Saturday before they have to write something. But then the following week, they've got one less day and one less day until like so everyone gets a go in each six week cycle where they have to write something in 24 hours Mm -hmm. and for the first couple of years that ran perfectly partly because i had loads of energy and time to put into it and i was writing for the site myself but partly just because the the first wave of people were all like the first rotation of six people were all on it for the first year not it was all the same people for the first year. And so over time, new people have come in. They maybe haven't quite understood as much or they haven't felt as invested in it. I haven't been as good at keeping on top of things to the point where it's become almost impossible to get people to post on time. So it'll go weeks where it'll only have a couple of posts, which is not great. So I've had to make a decision of either just closing it down completely or restructuring it. Um, and it's quite a difficult decision because i let it i've let it run feeling like it's running on its last legs for such a long time now that i don't know how much faith i've got in in how likely anything i do is going to make it better and so Mm -hmm. i don't know am i giving it a shot in the arm that's gonna make it carry on like indefinitely because i think i still think it's a great idea and Mm -hmm. there's lots of great people working on it um or am i just prolonging this and because of my psychology, my my personal psychology and brain chemistry, I, I don't know how much of keeping it going is stubbornness and how much of it is that it's great. And uh, we've talked about, uh, we don't talk about it a lot on the podcast, but we joke quite a lot about how difficult it is when you're people like us, we don't really know how to make things successful. So when we think that we're doing something good, we don't really understand why it isn't taking off. But then other times we think that maybe we're just not doing something good. And that's quite easy for us to believe, but we do it because it's fun, you know? So it's.
0: Elephant words is very good though.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think it, it, yes. And I think it, uh, I, I think it certainly can be again. And I'm hoping that this, but it's the reason I wanted to mention it now is that it, it's a huge thing that's happening to me this week because thinking back in around the middle of July, it will have been going for eight years. That's, I've been with Amy for nine years. So. Um, And those are the two things I've been doing for the longest time like in my life, really. I haven't made commitments like that before. So it's quite a big deal. And there's this mixture of being excited that it's gone for eight years and and mixed up with feeling like a bit of a failure that I didn't make it more of a – because we've had some people who are established, like relatively established writers on there. But there are other people who I know from the way they've talked to me about it afterwards – that they wanted to write but needed a push for a while. And then and there's a crossover between those people and this next group of people. There have been people who now have writing careers, you know. Yeah. It, it won't be because of any contacts they made while they were writing for Elephant Words, but definitely um, I think it's helped a lot of people get through a period where they wouldn't have been writing otherwise, mm-hmm. and that's what they needed to be doing. So it's it's quite good. <clears throat> and it's well respected, but it, it hasn't ever become the cultural phenomenon that I think maybe that's a over like <coughs> an over an overzealous way of referring to it. But anyway, so that's happening this week and it'll probably be coming back in a couple of weeks. I've left myself a really short amount of time to completely redo the site, and I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um listeners with long memories and who listen to our other podcasts will know that I only intended There was only supposed to be a couple of weeks between MomCast finishing and We Have Issues Starting, Mm -hmm. and that ended up taking a lot longer. I'm hoping that won't happen with Elephant Words solely because I've kind of made a promise uh, again um, that it won't, but also because I'm hoping I'll be able to start it at roughly – it seems really important to me that I start it around the same time of year that the original version
0: started. I've got very selfish reasons for hoping it doesn't stop Is because I've always hoped that I'd uh, one Rope day uh, get on the rotor, to be honest with well, you. Well, you can absolutely – well, I mean, with the new
1: way it's going to be working – I need to
0: be more reliable before I
1: – Well, through. the the way this is going to work now is there isn't going to yeah. be a rotor. Oh, okay. So um, if any of our listeners – and I know some of them already know this because a lot of our listeners have actually written for the site mm-hmm. – but. Um, if any of our listeners would like a writing to give themselves a writing challenge, what's going to happen now is uh, the images, the writers are going to get the image a week early. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's going to get a full week to write something. Mm -hmm. And then those posts are going to be posted over the following week. So there's no longer a rotation. And the way it's hopefully going to work is we'll have as many people writing for the site as we can mm-hmm. because the hope is my minimum requirement for me to keep doing this like i think the number 12 weeks came up and maybe that'll stick i don't know um is that that at least there will be a piece of writing every day mm-hmm. that's the bare minimum because as far as readers are concerned i think that's important yeah um if there are more than six uh, uh, if there's more than one a day, mm-hmm. if we end up with more than six pieces, well, that's fine. So I'm hoping to build in redundancy by having mm-hmm. more than six people writing for the site mm-hmm. at once. So actually, if you want to, you, no, listener, I, or you, James, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after. Yeah. But but if, get in touch with me on Twitter at Nick's site if you're a writer um, who uh, thinks they might be up for that.
0: So. I'm going to wait until I've got my surfia. I have got plans for writing. It's just I have not got. Anywhere where I can do it comfortably, it doesn't make sense, but it does to me.
1: No, I understand. There are people who say <clears throat> there are people who say that you know a writer can write anywhere, and I don't really believe that. There's too many distractions, and we don't our brains don't all work that uh-huh. way. So, um, I mean, I've been lucky to have other rooms that I can go to, uh-huh. whereas you don't even really have that. No,
0: I, it, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm I'm not going to bother going into it.
1: So, elephant words. Right. <clears throat> You're going to have to let me just get through these, because we are out of time.
0: I'm going to open my bottle of drink, I'm going to sit back, and I'm going to let you go. This is all
1: extra time now. Th- this is bonus features sudden, for the list. Sudden death. Sudden death, sudden sudden death. overtime. Uh, looking at your baby in the middle of the night. I think we've touched on this before. doesn't have to be in the middle of the night. They don't even really have to be a baby, but I've had... Doesn't that then
0: make this topic looking at your baby?
1: Well, kinda, but it's a very specific sort
0: of thing. Okay,
1: where and and it happens sometimes when where Amy and I uh, will just look at uh, uh, Max or Noah or both of them, and a, a lot of the time we'll look at them together and go, "Oh, they're just lo- lovely, though," or something. Where we're just amazed by them, but then there's a very specific sort of looking at them where you look at them and have this sudden surreal realization. And it doesn't seem to matter how often you have this realization. You keep having it that not only are they amazing, but they literally are something you did that they came out of you. And for me, the most potent it happened, the reason I'm mentioning it now is because it happened when I was feeding Max um, his late night feed. And I was just looking down at him and he was just, I mean, he was still asleep and he was drinking his milk, uh, having a dreamy feed. And I was like, fucking hell, this is weird. I mean, it's amazing, but, like, it's... And it's that weird thing that... And maybe I'm doing it now. Uh, it always seems really trite when parents do this. But where they're just amazed by and proud. They're so proud of what they've managed to achieve. And it isn't really an achievement. It's just nature. The thing that Singles has out from animals is that that we complicate things like this. But... um, yeah, so I I just looked at him and I was like, I mean, how did that even... I understand the mechanics of it, but how did it even happen? He's just there drinking with his little eyes closed and he'll do a thing with his hands in a moment and I don't even understand how that came from us. I don't really know how midwives don't go mad, like, all the time. They're just faced with that. I have some
0: experience. I think they all do. Oh,
1: okay, good. Mm. So that's that. Um... Dallo La Lama, Kanye West at Glastonbury. Uh won't go into the Glastonbury thing, but and I didn't watch Kanye West. We've talked a little bit. James. Del
0: filthy when he gets his flow going. I couldn't believe it. Motherfucker <laughs> this. Motherfucker that.
1: Um d- James and I have already talked talked before the show about how weird it is that we're just not really that interested in no. Glastonbury anymore. And we're not sure if that's us or the event. And I think it's a mix mm-hmm. of I think the event has definitely changed over the last fifteen, twenty years as i mean which is not unexpected um but the uh, the thing i noticed years ago probably even in the 90s is how much everyone who's there uh everyone who goes there likes to it it's the most weird and alternative thing most of those people will do in mm. their their whole year Um, And this isn't... I mean, I'm kind of getting into authenticity. I'm trying not to judge anyone. Uh, I I don't really judge people for that. I don't expect people to all be crusties. I hate most of the crusty people I've met anyway. But... um, So it's the most weird thing. But people go there and it's like they think they maybe get a bit stoned. They spend a lot of time getting drunk. And they're hanging out listening, listening to music. And it feels like they're living the dream. And how fiercely conservative the opinions of those people are. So... It's like they're there trying to live out the opposite of conservatism. But you can definitely see patterns, and I'm not going to jump to it being about race, but you can definitely see patterns between uh, when headliners started being... They They have two sorts of headliners at Glastonbury. They're either someone so safe and nostalgic that it's like it feels completely opposite to what they were doing... 20 years ago there, or it's someone who's a different sort of music than you'd expect. Normally, with hip-hop, it's a different sort of music than you'd expect. And you can see in the choices people make about what they get excited about and what they slag off, that actually... No, people aren't going to Glastonbury to have some amazing pure music experience. I know that I'm not naive. I know that they never really were, but that's what people convince themselves they're doing. I, I, they really I, just want to be fed something that they were already familiar with. Most I I, of the time. I think
0: yeah, but I think that's quite a narrow view of a certain type of festival goer as well. I'm aware from talking to um friends who I know who who'd been for years and years and years, Glastonbury's big enough that you actually you can have Absolutely. A very alternative experience there and not, you know, and and I think there'd be some festival goers who are there for the mainstream experience and then people who enjoy some of the more sort of avant-garde stuff that goes on within the sort of the village that it becomes. So I I also think it's such a large, unimaginably large thing that... That it's quite easy to, because you're probably, the same as I, it, it's Trust Fund Travellers. Absolutely. Is the, is the type we're thinking of.
1: Well, I think it was always Trust Fund Travellers when I was going. Mm. I, I don't know if there are that many different sorts of travellers who go to Glastonbury. I think, And I now think, everyone else has been priced out of the market, so... I they, think the
0: Trust Fund Traveller, though, has changed. They're now international travellers. Yeah, yeah. Rather
1: yeah. than... And, and then, and then at the same time, there are the people who are going, who aren't travelers, mm. but who get to be, mm. who get to live in that environment for a weekend. And there's that, uh, I know I've shared it in the show notes before, but there's the Adam Buxton festival song mm-hmm. thing, which nails them completely. Yeah. And again, I don't, I, I don't really want to. I don't really intend to judge them because I don't begrudge people a weekend away from it opens their up a, lives.
0: For me, it opens up a dangerous vortex of reverse snobbery, if I'm not Yeah, careful. yeah.
1: But the, but the thing that bugs me, really, is about what people choose to really vocally... um, Well, not what they choose to really vocally like. You know, if they want to get really excited about Rolf Harris or Tom Jones or whatever, that's fine. That's just the direction that the show has gone in. But when... The response to someone who's a bit off the beaten track of what people think they expect to see there, Uh like Kanye West, the response to that is so, like, almost disgusted... The, yeah. like, vocally disgusted on social media, the people watching at home, the people who are there, all getting online to complain about it. Oh, this is a bit rubbish. What's he even doing now? He's a bit arrogant. Mm-hmm. As if there's ever been a rock star who wasn't fucking arrogant. I
0: think it was very interesting. I I, I um, are kind of equate it to I went to see Jay-Z with a friend of mine. No interest at all in Jay-Z. Mm. But it was a fascinating day out. A really interesting concert as well. Really interesting to see... Mm-hmm. A show that I wouldn't, and fuck me, does he put on a show? You know, mm-hmm. but it's it interesting to see a show I wouldn't have otherwise off my own back gone to see, and I think actually that's quite a positive thing that you have this massive music festival and there's there's stuff where there's they they cater for pretty much every taste. Yeah, yeah. It's really, if I'd been there. I would have gone and see Kanye West just because yeah. it's an opportunity to do so. So I'm not gonna spend money to go and see him on a. When are you ever gonna own. see a
1: stadium rap act if it's not exactly, on like yeah. That. Brilliant. And, I mean and,
0: and they put on if he's anything like Jay Z, Jesus do they put on a show, you know? Yeah. I think when you say
1: they Rappers. Alright, oh okay, yeah.
0: Just I mean, just check in. What? Oh nothing. Black people, don't they put on a show? <laughs> Is that what you think? I was like, God, black people put on a hell of a show, don't they? God, I hate white people. I don't
1: even know. There's that. And then there was the the word that the Dalai Lama spent his birthday apparently talking to revelers there. And I'm imagining that it wasn't one of those areas. I Mm. imagine it was one of the quieter places like the Avalon Field or something. And he was there and made like a surprise guest appearance. I didn't read too much Mm. into it. But the the way I put it, um, on uh, online was it, it just felt really incongruous because the Dalai Lama is a religious mm. symbol but he's also he's legit if you want to talk about authenticity of a lifestyle and stuff like that he's kind of d- d- symbolic I mean whether you agree with the lifestyle that he's a legitimate symbol of or not is a different thing like the Pope strictly speaking is legit in the way I'm talking about but so he could have gone to anywhere in england mm. or britain or anywhere in the world mm. to to do this and he ended up in glastonbury where it costs people 2 or 300 quid to get in there and and it just felt a little bit to me like they did a keyword search for all of the ideologies and stuff that maybe that maybe and he was like well glastonbury embodies all of these things so mm. i'll go and talk to To this demographic, I'll go and see them because that that will be that it'll be a spiritual and a spiritual and meaningful experience for everyone involved. And uh, and and then you and then I am being judgmental because I'm thinking I can't really see how it would have been anyone but like.
0: I reckon he went next. He heard someone had some wicked weed.
1: It's like if it's like if Jesus came back. The way I put it online was it's like if Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ came back. And based on some weird spiritual keyword search, he ended up at Burning Man because that was the place that most embodies
0: his... Uh it's already happened, mate, because uh, Jim Jeffries is the second coming.
1: Right, okay. <clears throat> so uh, so there's that. You La hear him
0: sing, man. It's beautiful.
1: Uh, Dalai Lama, uh, Kanye West at Glastonbury. Okay. Um, so uh, the Confederate flag gun ban thing... Yeah. Right. Uh, that's very specific, uh, but it's probably something that a lot of people have voiced. I've only known one person voicing it on Facebook. The Confederate flag's kind of being pulled down. Um, a lot of people are happy about it. A lot of people are unhappy about it. Um, I'm not going to go into why I was uncomfortable with people doing their little liberal checklist of how great it is that we've got a black president um, marriage equality, the Confederate flag came down, and because that... It strikes me that the Confederate... Gee, I hadn't
0: looked at it that way. That We've done it all now.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, the, the I, okay, I will go into it. The sorry. slight Sorry. That's
0: my fault. <laughs> was it? Is it? Yeah, that you were going to skip over it. I forced you to go oh, down there. Yeah. I'm the sorry. S- the
1: slight problem I have with it isn't... Those are all good things. Yeah. And people have died... And struggled to get all of those things to happen. But it's not
0: all of the things, is it?
1: Well, and the Confederate flag no longer being used, it's not coming down. The marriage equality thing is something that people have worked towards. It's been a project. It's a success. Whereas the Confederate flag thing is kind of a silver lining on tragedy, like recent tragedy. Mm. It's not gay people were treated badly for all Mm. those years um, and so we suddenly realize we're disgusted with it and, mm. and we've rushed through marriage equality. That's a cultural movement. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of the people excited about the Confederate flag no longer being used weren't even thinking about the Confederate flag two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally just that it got too much to bear. Yeah. You know, but the thing that I, uh, the thing that I was writing down here, um, someone I know online and I get, I get the ideology of it said, um, Because there is an element of people get very uncomfortable with anything that they see as um, uh, censorship Um, and and don't really think about what the Confederate flag actually means. And I admit I'm one of those until someone this week said, well, it's basically the same as the swastika. We are okay with people, with the swastika having a a, a cultural cachet to it. And the Confederate flag only really stood for slavery. That's what it stood for. So it's – anyway, we don't have to get into that. (laughs) Uh, someone said, well, but bearing in mind that, uh, bearing in mind that no flags have ever killed anyone and guns have killed thousands and thousands of people, maybe what America needs to do, because it's an American problem, maybe what America needs to do is ban guns before they start thinking about banning flags. As if the two things, as if they've got a choice between which thing they can ban, and they've opted for the flag.
0: I you know sorry I'm going to say that I get very upset when I see Europeans talking about gun culture in America because I think it, they fundamentally understand mis, misunderstand what the gun means to that culture in terms of how their democracy has grown up and it's 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 not quite as black and white as as I think we'd like to see it in Europe in terms of how people feel about it in relation to their country?
1: Well, we always boss them. We always think we've got a say in mm-hmm. their shit. And I mean, America Americans always think they have a say in everyone else's shit. Could, but my thing is could, that I think the gun thing is a mm. complete red herring in this mm. particular case. It's like the... Confe- I don't think you can say that the Confederate flag hasn't killed anyone. The same way you can't say that the... Swast- the, the you know, mm. the... Swastika hasn't killed anyone because just this last week. So you had, like, this one shooting incident mm. at, a, at a church, but in the last week there have been five more churches, yeah. five more black churches, burnt down. Mm-hmm. Two of which they're certain were arson.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for decade for well, no, not just decades, like over a hundred years. I think maybe I'm I'm sketchy mm-hmm. on the 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 um the history of it. But 1860s the Ku Klux Klan. Haven't oh. used haven't used guns, yeah, to kill people. That isn't yeah. what they they identify with. They use mm. ropes, but the, but behind yeah. all of this is right. that symbol.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: And the, the the behavior isn't going to go just mm-hmm. because the symbol is gone. But having that flag mm. up is tacit approval of all of those things. Yeah. So it's kind of and um, it's
0: also inviting people to like right. Show us your. We're saying this is definitely what this means now. Yeah. You wear it, that's the statement you're making. I think it's making it very clear. It's it's drawing a new battle line, if you like. If you want to drape yourself in the Confederate flag, you might as well be putting on a T-shirt saying, I'm a massive racist. Hmm. Well,
1: and, and in this country, yeah, I agree. And in this country, maybe we could um, try and relate it to the, uh, not the Union Jack, the Red Cross, the English flag. The flag of Saint George, but that's yeah, but that's only become racist based on the people who use it. I think yeah, and
0: it's been co-opted. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Whereas that isn't the Confederate flag was the banner that a whole movement, the rebel states, that the yeah. rebels stood behind. Yeah. So um, there's some interesting stuff about religion in there as well, mm. and and how Christian like Christianity didn't cause slavery, but the slave owners thought they were on the right side of Christianity so it's sort of Mm. uh, but that's a whole other conversation so my final thing uh, big old giant poo is what I've written and I literally uh, I wrote that down because uh, about half an hour before I came to in fact that's probably the reason I asked us to list stuff down
0: alright just so you could say that
1: no I wanted to ask you uh, if this is a if this is a universal thing hmm about an hour before, sorry, we started recording, mm. um, I had a poo. Mm-hmm. And you know poos are sometimes quite satisfying. Yeah. But this was one of those ones that I actually felt hollowed out afterwards. Okay. Like cavernous. Yeah. And a bit a bit sick, but still a bit
0: Yeah, well, I like good. those, though. I feel like I've got rid of everything. Hardly ever happens. Yeah, no, for me, too.
1: So it seemed noteworthy, and I wanted yeah. to mention it.
0: My dogs are the same. How do you know how your dogs feel? Well, no one of them one of them has has a certain type of poo, and the other one's quite variable. Oh, okay. But Lois very consistent. Coda all over the doll. Yeah, all over the house. <laughs> Luckily, not all over the house. Okay.
1: So, uh, yeah, big old giant poo. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. I, I've used up. I mean, we this is. Uh, it's good. We got. We must have two
0: weeks worth of material here.
1: Yeah, but it's only going to be one show. Yeah. Sorry, listener. I think that's us. Yeah. I'm quite excited, it's because I didn't get to talk too much last week. Nice, I nice. I feel like I need to get all of this stuff out. I enjoyed it. Like a big old giant. That's poo. Nice. Um How do we normally say goodbye? Bye!
0: <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I forgot how to say goodbye then. That wasn't even... That was fun. I like that. It was good. It was good. I like the idea of us both coming with lists. I mean, it created a show twice as long as it should have been, but...